Welcome to The Truth Booth. We are your hosts, Tia and Keith Knight Sr. And we are so excited to share and discuss the Word of God, which is the truth, hence The Truth Booth. We encourage you to email us with your questions, your comments at two, the number two, at the truth booth at gmail.com. And we encourage you to share, like, and follow us on Spotify and on our Facebook page. You can join us every Friday at 7 p.m. for our weekly podcast. Now, let's get into it. Welcome to the Truth Booth. Tonight it is February the 24th, 2023, and we are so glad to be with you on tonight as we dive even more deeper into the word about love. I am your host, Tia Knight, and my husband, Keith Knight Sr. And together tonight, we will talk about Storge, the family love. But first... Mr. Knight is going to open us up in prayer. All right. How are everybody doing? Yes, it's always a good time for prayer. All right, come on, bow your heads with me. Oh, Heavenly Father, dear God, we thank you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. Oh, dear God, we thank you for being provider of all providers, dear Father. Oh, dear God, we thank you for being our Lord and our Savior. Oh, dear Father, we say, have your way in our lives, dear Father. Oh, dear God, we thank you, dear God, for loving on us unconditionally, dear God. Oh, dear God, we thank you, Father. Oh, dear God, as you continue to provide roof over our heads, clothes on our back, shoes on our feet, dear God, we thank you. you, Oh, dear God, we thank you, dear God, for leadership, dear God, as you continue to bless them and lead and guide them as they lead and guide us, dear Father. We thank you for your word, dear God. We thank you for the teaching that's about to go forth on tonight, dear God. Oh, dear God, we pray that it will be blessing to your people, dear Father. Oh, dear God, we thank you, dear God. We thank you for sending your only begotten son to die for our sins, dear God, that we will have an opportunity to dwell in the heavens with you, dear Father. Oh, dear God, we thank you. Oh, dear God, we bless your holy name, dear God. We exalt you on tonight, dear God. We thank you as you continue to bless our loved ones, dear God. Oh, dear God, we thank you as you continue to provide and protect the homeless people, dear God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, dear God, we thank you as you continue to show them that you love them, dear Father. Oh, dear God, we bless your name, dear God. We honor you, dear God, and we lift you up, dear Father. Oh, dear God, we thank you, dear God, for our relatives, dear God. Oh, dear God, we thank you as you continue to bless our heart in their hearts in the name of Jesus, dear God. Regulating our minds, dear Father, in the name of Jesus. We bless your name, dear Father. Oh, dear God, we honor you and we lift you up, dear Father, for we look into the hills which cometh our help. Our help come from you, Father, the creator of the heavens and the earth. Dear God, we thank you. We love you because you first loved us. It is in Jesus' marvelous name that we do pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Keith, for that prayer on tonight. First of all, as we get into this, um, how was your week this week? My week was pretty good. I mean, <laughs> ain't no need to complain. <laughs> but 
I had a good week. God is truly continuing to reveal Himself in my life. He's continuing to show showing me His works and His hands in situations, and I thank Him for it. I thank Him for loving me in spite of all of my mistakes and my faults and my shortcomings. And I praise Him. I praise Him um, because we serve an awesome God. You know, someone that's always got his arms out welcoming to take you in. And that's, that's just amazing. Amen. I agree. It has been such a blessed week. It seems like it's been a long week, <laughs> but it's been a blessed week. And the weather is insane. Yesterday, it was like, what, 80? 80 some degrees and then today it's like (laughs) 60 some (laughs) you know but we thank god for keeping us for strengthening us for making it through another week another friday so that we can discuss the word of god so for those of you that may be just coming in um to our podcast this particular season we are simply talking about the word love and in the bible there are um we can discuss four different ways. Well, the Greek words for love, which is agape, filio, eros, and storge. We have already tackled um, agape, and we kind of touched eros a bit, but we're going to get into that a little bit more later. But tonight, we are going to talk about storge. So what is storge? So there's uh, many ways to explain storge. Um, it is an, a tender love. It is a love between a mother and um, a son, a daughter and her father, um, brothers and sisters, parents and children. It is your family love. You know how you love your cousins. <laughs> um, how you love, you know, your grandparents and that's the love that we're gonna kind of focus on tonight a lot of the times we don't want to attribute um our biblical or our church family as family but there's so much that god talks about the storge they're supposed to get that same type of love that we give to our family members we may not share the same blood now and Keith's version, Keith say we do share share the same blood because we share the, Jesus. <laughs> the blood of Jesus. All us are made free <laughs> from our sins by the blood of Jesus. Um, but in a natural sense, we may not all have you know that same blood running through our veins. But there is such a relationship that comes with people you can relate to, people that you you can connect with. And so sometimes it happens, and it should happen. I'm not even going to say sometimes. It should happen with your church family. You should love them, and they should love you the same. You're going to go through trials and tribulations and and a whole lot of stuff. Y'all can get mad at one another, but that's what family does. Amen, amen. And um, I definitely agree with everything you said. Um, Yeah, I definitely agree with everything you said saying um family love because i think uh, i think almost a lot of us can understand that i can't say everybody but a lot of us can understand that when you have that family member that one that keep getting over on you and they they think you don't know 
but you love them so much you, you allow it to a certain extent you know and so um i i see that as because if, if that wasn't your blood would you do it you know so therefore i see that as a family love because you allow that person to get over all just because they're your your family mm-hmm. yeah so um we're we gonna be going into into talking a little bit about that and that's that's the angle i'm gonna be pointing at going going into amen so we have a couple of scriptures for you guys tonight um i hope that you have your study aids um i hope that you have your bibles whatever version that you deem necessary or even comfortable for you to understand the word of god we usually come out of the message bible but tonight i'm going to come out of the king james version um there are some scriptures that we want to read from the king james version to get you know a, a, a better understanding and so tonight the first scripture um first of all let me say this the word storge is not found in the scriptures but every form of how um storge is supposed to be addressed or how it's supposed to be shown there are scriptures to do that so that's what we're going to be showing tonight um a lot of the times people get confused you know like, where is it i didn't see it i didn't looked it up in all different kinds of ways but you you may see agape and you may even see filio in the scripture you will see those two but as far as eros and um and storge in the new testament you might not find those exact words but of course eros as some may know is the sexual love between a husband and a wife and that can be no other way that that can be addressed so when we go to talk about storge we're talking about the family love we're talking about the love um that that like i said it's tender love and without natural affection like um with natural affection excuse me i'm sorry i said that incorrectly but it's the family love so as we're going into these scriptures we're going to kind of go into that and see what all that means so the first scripture is some people pronounce it philemon others pronounce it philemon so we're going to go to philemon chapter one that's going to be our first scripture All right, so we're gonna make sure everybody can get there. It's Philemon chapter one, verses eight through 10. Wherefore, though I might be much bold in Christ to enjoy thee that which is convenient, yet for love's sake, I rather beseech thee being such and one as Paul the aged, and now also a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I beseech thee for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my bonds. So here at this time, when Paul writes to Philemon, he's asking him to intercede for his runaway slave. He reminds him though, that although in Christ, so this is in layman's terms, although in Christ, I could be bold, and order you to do what you're supposed to do anyway. Yet, I prefer to appeal to you on the basis of love. I appeal to you for my son, Onesimus. Onesimus um, was not Paul's biological child, but in the early church, 
all the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had a need. And, And if I pause right there, that's what family does. Family looks out for one another. You do not leave family hanging. Amen. Amen. I definitely agree with that. But um, as you was reading and, and they was talking about how they came together and brought what they had, um, I, I was sitting there thinking on times when we first, you know, got together and our lights would get cut Come off, on water would get cut off, and our families from different sides would give and they would help us to get our lights back on, help us to get our water back on, you know, because that's what family do. They might talk about you, but they gonna help you with it. They gonna talk about you. <laughs> hey, look, we didn't care long. We would get our lights turned back off. But you know, that's something that even like when they do family, family reunions, when they do family reunions and, and, and people would get together and they would get the meat and they would get the place and some people would get the shirts and you know they would come together and 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 and, and I see that you know. Um, as family love, you know, when, you know, when you come together in unity to break bread together and to help one another. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I, I can think of another instance um, when we had uh, our, our car broken down and we had family members that would allow us to use their car mm-hmm. to, 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 to get back and forth to the work and and do whatever we need to do because that's what family does family family is i know that's what i would tell my family if i got you got you know i'm not gonna see you starving and need if i have and you know and that and that's that family love right there that's that family love where you 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 you, you can't go get them joys this week because you got to help your sister pay her like this so she can keep her lights on that's a sacrifice you'll make you know because you love that's your family amen and seeing that's the storge, that's that that tender-hearted love. That's that love that will cause you to call somebody else and be like, "Look, I don't have it, but can you help?" You know what I'm saying? That will cause the church to give to those that don't have. Because think, let, let, let's just be real about it. If we have that type of love, then we wouldn't give stuff away because we would be selfish. We would want things the way we want it and we would keep it for ourselves because it would be all about us. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, even so, let's let's look back at what we were talking about. Um, the love, it's a love between parents and, and children. There is a love, a natural love, a tender-hearted thing that comes between a parent and a child. Now, I know in all cases it may not be so. But I also understand in a lot of cases, there is a love between a mother and her child. There is a love between a father and his children. And so no matter what that child does, that parent is going to try their best to be there for them. They're going to try to reach out to them. They're going to try to give them what they need because they don't never want to see them without. It's not just about the agape, which is the unconditional love. But it's the love that will cause me to look out for you even when I don't have to. Even when you throw me under the bus and treat me like I'm nothing. After I have taken care of you all your life, there's something that that, that causes me. You know what? Let's turn that around. 
I'm not going to treat you like you treat me, but I'm going to make sure that you know that this is coming from a place of love. Amen. Amen. I definitely agree with you on when you was talking and um, when you have that love for your family, um, sacrificing yourself Come for on. your family. Uh, I had a, We had an incident one time um, when uh, one of our boys got bit by a pit bull. Mm-hmm. American people, you know, they real tall. Mm-hmm. He was a big white pretty mm-hmm. one too. And he was tall. He was about he was he was big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I could remember I was on uh, doing some work and the dog had bit my son. My son ran to me. I didn't see the dog because I was working. And my son ran to me. He was like, Dad, the dog bit me. And so I immediately I'm looking around for the dog. I, I didn't see the dog. So I'm going to take him to the to the truck as i was going to the truck the dog came around the corner i immediately threw myself in front of him so the dog couldn't get you. come on man and that kept the dog from even charging the dog wouldn't even come near us once i threw myself in front with no thought i didn't think all, all i did by the time i realized it i was in front of my son <laughs> <laughs> you know it was just no thought i didn't think like all right I'm going to jump in front of them. I didn't do that before I could even think. That's where I was at. I was willing to sacrifice myself before I allow anything to happen to my to my son. And, and, and so, and that's some family love right there. I mean, sometimes, man, we don't even realize how much we love a person. But that day, I realized how much I love, one of, I love my son. Right. Yeah, I knew it right then. I said, if I don't love the hood too, I know I love them. I, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But yeah, I really, I really, really knew that day. I was like, you know what? If I ever had it, I said, man, I'm a, I'm a father. I'm a good father because I'm willing to die for my kids. That's right. And it's funny because the next scripture is going to be First John three and sixteen, not Saint John, but First John. 3 and 16 it says hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought come on we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren it didn't Uh say for your wife Mm -hmm. it didn't say for your it said the brethren those who you call your brothers and your sisters your Mm -hmm. family and so we're talking about the body of Christ at this time there are so many people that have decided that that love is gonna win over all they're not gonna allow what could have happened what should have happened what maybe did happen to to deter them from displaying the love of god within the body of christ and so at this scripture right here based upon what you just said you were willing to lay down your life for your child where does that come from it only comes from, from god, god. he did it <laughs> it only comes he from him because the bible tells me that was it said for god so loved the world that he gave his only not his second not his third not his 15. i got three boys i don't think i want to get in there one you of see them what I'm <laughs> that's why we thank god yeah. that is already done <laughs> but those are the things that we look at he gave his only son that's that store gay love. Yeah, that's, that's that love that, look, I don't want to give up what I have. But if it's going to save your life, then I'm willing to lay it down for you. I'm willing to give my life for you. Christ decided that we were worth. We were his family. The Bible says he said we were his friends. 
what friend and we ain't talking about associates we ain't talking about people we we come across every now and then how many friends do we have and how many will we lay down our lives for that's something to think about because Christ calls us his friends and the scripture says because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives we should it it, it should be something that we do without question think about that you ought to go in there (laughs) but it's something he did because he knew it needed to be done that sometimes you got food in your refrigerator and and maybe it's not um more than you want it to be but it's enough for you and the family next door and God says, especially when I have given to you, mm-hmm. you give it to your family. That's right. You give it to your brothers and sisters in Christ. That's right. None of us should ever be without. How is God going to take care of us if we don't learn how to take care of one another? And I'm going to tell you one thing. I, we know from the spirit. Yes, sir. God will make sure you scream. Every single time. So when you give. Make sure you give with a cheerful heart. That's Don't right. Give with regret. Give with a cheerful heart. God gonna take care of you. Keep you doing his work. You if he tell you give and you get up and you give, he gonna make sure you scrape. I ain't saying he ain't gonna give you no million dollars, but he gonna make sure you scrape. That's right. And see, and that's what he expressed to the disciples. Because what did they do when they got together? They broke bread. One didn't have, and then the other one didn't have, or one had and one and the other ones didn't have. The, the Bible tells us when they got together, they broke bread. So what did they do when they started to build the early church? They gathered all the things that everybody had. And what they decided to do is, is hold on to what the apostles did and gave to everyone according to the needs. So if you were a family of five... <laughs> you got this much because your family needed it if you are a family of two then you got this much because this is what your family needed if you had this everybody had because somebody else had even as we take it a step further acts chapter 2 verses 44 through 47 and all that believed were together and had all things in common so number one first things first we got to come together and have all things in common. They believe, all that believe were together and had all things in common. They were on one accord, Keith. If you got, I got. If I got, you got one accord. Not mine, and then if you got, I got. Because sometimes we get like that. But that's not what they say. How did it work? Because they use this. It said, and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily with with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved
As we continue to move forward in our topic on storge, we also want to look at some points because sometimes family make you mad. (laughs) Family get on your nerves. And it's not just those, like we said earlier, it's not just those that you have the same blood running through your veins with. It can be your closest friend. It can be the the person that you met on the job and y'all became close for what reason. You don't probably don't even know, but it just happened. You can become so upset with that person, but you still love them and you'll still do for them like you would anybody else. But what happens is, when it comes to the church sometimes we get mad with our brothers and sisters in church and we don't want to deal with the church anymore sometimes we throw that story gay love right out the window (laughs) and so as we we continue in this we think about those things because how many people if you're listening how many people have been hurt by the church and we call it what church hurt (laughs) <laughs> but how many of us have been family hurt <laughs> <laughs> technically it's the same thing but it just feels so much wronger we still, we still, we still in our family though yeah but we get hurt one time we church we go but i'm done there ain't no kidding y'all no more don't need to be telling when you see <laughs> don't pray for me. Don't put me on your prayer list. And then I don't even want y'all talking about. <laughs> but, but with family, we were put up there to stole our money. <laughs> to broke the leg on your chair. identity. Uh, <laughs> got a credit card in your name. Go to family room. Family with you. You still hug Still your hood, uh, your uh, wife. <laughs> still family. Church and kids against, but we're still right there. Black, like, but that's my family. I love them, Joe, but that's my family. No matter what we go through, yeah. I'm still we still family. Check this out. That's how God wants us to feel about each one of those in the body of Christ. Amen. That's how He wants us to see one another. Not just as some strangers coming together in church, sitting in a building for a few hours together, and then we walk away act like we ain't never known them a day in our life. <laughs> that's not how it's supposed to be. If that were the case, then maybe that's how he would treat us. When we walk away from him, act like we ain't never known him. We, we throw him to the wind. We come get all his benefits and then walk away and like we ain't never. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 the logic part sometimes doesn't kick in on us. And, and as soon as somebody hurt our feelings or as soon as somebody says or does something that we don't like, we walk away because it seems easy to do. But that's not what Christ wants us to do. He wants us to show. It said that the one who laid down their life, they did it for the brethren, the ones in the body, the ones that should be close to you. Jesus said, who is my mother and my father? Who is my family? You know what I'm saying? So. That might be a hard pill to swallow to some people, but that's what Jesus said, you know. And so, if if we can treat our family no matter what they do with this love, then we definitely have to be able to do it once we come into Christ. We can't dismiss that. That's right. That's right. So those are some points. Some points are number one: pray for them. <laughs> yeah, and prayer, because you you know. 
You somebody got a grandma or aunt or somewhere that's praying for you, and you know it has been times when you should have died. I want you to know tonight that it was because of her prayers. <laughs> She might didn't want to deal with you no more. Yeah, but she prayed for you. But she prayed for you. I'm telling you, I know my grandma prayed for me and God still honoring them. I know my mama, I done heard my mama praying for me and God still honors those prayers. Yes, Still, they in the ground. What Tia mm -hmm. call them? Coffin prayers. Coffin prayers. Still coming up out <laughs> that ground. Still coming out the prayers. Still being out. <laughs> come on now. Look at that man. Come on. Who don't, don't want to? Yeah, who don't want to serve a guy like that? Just cause you die, he forgot he you. Like forgot. I still got you. I'm a still on. Yeah, you rest in Abraham, Abraham booth. And I'm gonna take care. I got, you. Kids. I got you. <laughs> you rest. So, and that's the, that's the thing because why are these? Prayer so powerful because they're a sacrifice of your time. If you take a few minutes out of your busy day or your busy schedule, or to somebody you can't stand, especially in the body of Christ, especially those who you got blood running through your veins with, if you take a little bit of time, that gives you so much more of your power. Amen. When you can pray for them, when you pray for a person, you can't do it all crazy. You can't be like, "Lord bless them." The Lord know you ain't being truthful about that. But when you are truthful and you pray, number one, it places you out of harm's way. Why? Because the Bible is very clear about unpure hearts. And so, if we don't have a pure heart, we can't pray for people for real. And you don't want to really see no harm come no bad way. Because if anything happened to that person. You're going to be the first one to think about what you could have did or what you should have did, even if you don't talk to them. Because some relationships, you still got to have them from a distance. No one is saying jump into that thing. They might have hurt you. But what you do from a distance, Paul and Barnabas were real smart about that thing. They couldn't agree. What did they do? Go their separate ways. But they were still brothers in Christ. And so praying for a person, giving that sacrifice of a time making sure that you make that necessary instead of taking the time to talk about them you take the time to pray for them amen amen and these points that you give it you know it is it, it, it's really good because this helps us see the love in our life Absolutely. sometimes we get depressed and we feel like don't nobody love us because it ain't the type the type of love you think it should mm -hmm. look like but the the points that she's given on tonight these are the things you look for these are this how you can see the love in your life That's right. so you won't keep walking around depressed thinking people don't love you because mm -hmm. when you got that one praying for you it, she can continue to get no, you but you got that one praying for you that that one that forgives you you got that one that that you know they, they, they help you out when you need it you know what i'm saying when you're low and down or if you own drugs you got that one that wants you to go to the rehab or you know what i'm saying they're doing what they can or they're not giving you money a lot of times we feel like like because i've been on drugs you feel like the person don't love you because they ain't getting your money for drugs but it's really the opposite they love they 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 showing their love by not giving you that money that's right you know i, I used to get upset I used to be hot. <laughs> I work all week. I can't even get twelve off. No, give it to me. So you ain't gonna get that to the dope man. 
paying all his bills. <laughs> but you know, now as I continue to grow in Christ, I see the love that that night was was a time that she saved me. I could have got killed that night, or maybe OD'd or something, or got some bad drugs. We never know. So a lot of times, why we feel like you know the person that wouldn't give us this money and we get upset with them because they didn't give us this money you ought to look at the love that's why they're not giving it to you when they say i'm not giving you that money to go buy no drugs or to go buy no, no alcohol right then they showing you love because they didn't care they were like oh here's a few dollars well yeah, 50 cents to get you started <laughs> you know they gave some if they didn't care but the person cares so much you know what i'm saying they care so much they they're not gonna give you the money and they'll go buy you the food. <laughs> go buy you some clothes or get you whatever you need, you know. And that and that's what that that family love is. A lot of times, man, it's love all around us, man. We just don't take the time to see it. You know what I'm saying? To see all the different ways that that we can show love to one another as we go forward. Tia gonna continue to call some examples out. All right, so number two. Cause I was gonna go into what he was saying, but I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> Number two, forgive them. This thing that I'm reading, it says mercy is punishment, not given because of grace, which is an undeserved gift. Y'all forgive our dog in the background. <laughs> um, but it's mercy not given because of grace, which is an undeserved gift. If someone in your close circle hurts you, offer them mercy. How many times have we went to God and looking for mercy when we've made a mistake or if we did something intentional and we need the mercy of God? We need what is undeserving. Some people will hurt you so bad to your core. You just realize you say to yourself, they don't deserve my forgiveness. But in reality, we don't deserve God's forgiveness, but He gave it to us anyway. He gave it to us anyway. Amen. Amen. And I, 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 I 100%. I agree. I agree because if you look back, you know, and you look at the things you may have done and people have forgiven you. Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes we'll be like, no, nah, but this person, they really did it. You know, that, that other person might have felt the same way about mm -hmm. you, you know, and they forgave you. Maybe that, that was like the worst thing you could have did um to them you know and so a lot of times you know we want people to forgive us but we don't want to forgive people we want to hold on to grudges right. and stuff like that and and hmm. the, and the thing is we supposed to leave out showing examples we we if we believers of christ we should show that forgiveness we forgive that's right. and that's how it's gonna teach mm -hmm. it, 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 like tia said it's like heating hot coals on top of their head you just being you. nice and you showing them love and then i'm gonna tell you in it man love conquers it all it conquers it all and it does and based upon what you just said first corinthians 13 and 5 it talks about love holds no grudges it doesn't hold a record so we can't walk around and talking about we sharing the love of god or i love my my siblings or i love my husband or i love my wife but i'm holding a grudge because somebody somewhere else hurt me the bible tells us god is love and so however we display that love we're displaying god so if i'm holding a grudge then i i really don't know what love is in reality 
I have to be careful about that. And don't get me wrong. No one is saying that it is impossible to to hold a grudge. Cause let listen, <laughs> it is possible. I don't care. You can be the holiest of holy and all of that. You you can be the number one holy person. <laughs> I don't know how you want to put it. You can be that and still be in a position to hold a grudge to still be in a position because when hurt comes no matter who it comes from it can do some damage into a on, on a person and it could cause them to put up walls and to never be hurt like that ever again and so when you get to that place and then you see it might be about to happen again you go ahead and back up real fast but we have to be mindful even though we are cautious we cannot allow it to stop us from loving people. We can't hold those grudges. The word of God is very clear. Love does not keep a record. And sometimes it's very hard to forgive. And the Bible also tells us that if we don't forgive, then God doesn't forgive us. So if I need God's forgiveness so I can make it to heaven because I need a pure heart, then what happens if I don't forgive somebody else? Something to think about. Because I'm praying every day, but nothing is really, really happening because I haven't forgave anybody that has hurt me. And it becomes a, a, a chain of events. This one hurt me, hold that grudge. This one hurts me, hold that grudge. This one hurt me, hold that grudge. But we have to be careful. Amen. All right, so number three, we cannot be afraid of the truth. Speak the truth. And one of the hardest things to do is to speak the truth in love. When family has done something, the hardest thing I can attest to being afraid before to telling Keith certain things because I didn't want to hurt him. Why well, didn't want him to feel some type of way? Like he was just talking about the whole drug thing. There were times I wanted to have conversations with him, but because he wasn't in that mindset, I didn't know if he was going to take it the right way or if it would come off wrong. And sometimes we're like that with people that we come encounter with and we're afraid to tell the truth. But if we love the people like we're supposed to, that store gay love, that family love, that tender hearted love, my goal is to tell you the truth. I'm not going to lie to you. Me lying to you does what? It doesn't really show the love of God. And I, I agree with you, man, because a lot of times when you have people that I say you have this person that keep doing doing something that doing something wrong and but they don't think it's wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they don't think it's wrong, so that's why they'll keep doing it. But when you speak that truth and you let them know that, hey, hey this is not cool and stuff like that, it, it helps resolve a lot of issues and for, for that person going forward in the future. Because if they may think it's okay, but they walking around offending everybody, because ain't nobody told them that, hey, that offends me. Then nobody take the truth to him. Then nobody would be real with him. That's why he keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? The talent. <laughs> in no way saying it's easy though yeah no i'm not saying that i'm not saying that but you know when you tell the truth that's you showing your love because you happen that person go on forward in the truth I, if i ask to you how i look 
And she tell, I want her to tell me the truth. And she tell me I look good, and then I walk outside and I look like a, a, a clown. I'm going to be upset with her, because I'm going to feel like, you know, I asked you, did I look good? <laughs> but you but don't. to me, you look good. But about her telling me, that, if she tell me the truth, then that means I could go change my clothes then into something that do look good. So, you know, telling the truth helps, man. It, 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 it does. It does. That's right. It does help because something I, I read it says sometimes um, superficial, good and peaceful families aren't always loving. Sometimes they are just hiding and avoiding. So we look like the perfect couple, right? And everybody looks at us like, oh, they're so this and they're so that. But deep down or behind closed doors. In order to keep up that facade, we struggle on the inside with things that we don't like about one another or things that hurt us from each other. And we don't want to tell a person because it could destroy everything that we have built on the outside. And so what we do, we have this reputation of looking, we're a good family. We are rich family. We are pure family. We love each other so well. But part of that is, I'm afraid to tell you the truth, so I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. And then when that person falls into a hole, then what? You can't say then when they hurt you or they do something like that. You They don't tilt you off now and, and you say, I'm going to tell you a piece of my mind. Why does it have to get to that point before I tell you how I really feel? And then you tell it in out of anger exactly. instead of going to the person with reason exactly you know? and who's gonna really take that exactly advice exactly. experience who who's gonna listen to what you have to say and and what and, and i have learned along the way like i said i ain't only 30 something years old I'm young <laughs> <laughs> but along the way what i have learned when you give truth to somebody if you can find scripture come on scripture can, do it i'm telling you get that scripture <laughs> right with it mm-hmm. give that scripture with it you know, and that, that put that stamp on it. Because if they believe in Christ, mm-hmm. they know that their words speak true. That's right. So their word going to get it done. That's right. Every single time. Because one thing about it, love is in the Bible. We believe in love, right? Mm-hmm. If I believe some of the Bible, I got to believe all love. Because it ain't part lies and part truth. <laughs> it's all true. Mm-hmm. And if we are believers of the Most High then we believe that to be so. We believe the word of God to be true. Love will cause us to take that risk. Love says, I love you enough to tell you, you need to get up out of that mess you That's right, that's right. Love tells me that I have to be bold enough because I don't want to see you go to hell. I don't want to see you destroy your family. I don't want to see you destroy your life. So I'm going to risk it all. You might get mad at me. You might be like angered with me. Might not talk to me for years. But at the end of the day, I get to stand before God and make sure that I'm pure in what I knew I should have said to you. And what I did say to you, I'm pure in it. So love takes a risk and it calls you out on sin. And loving others with the devotion of a parent or even a, a, a brother or a sister might involve taking that same risk for the sake of another person's relationship with Christ. If that person is causing that other person problems, you've got to be your brothers or your sister's keeper and tell them, look, 
you ain't doing good. You That's need right. to get that right. That's right. And That's so we go ahead. That, that, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. You're exactly <laughs> right. You know, because like I said, like like Tia was just saying, when you love someone, you gonna you gonna tell them the truth. That's right. You gonna tell. That's what God did to that for us. Mm-hmm. He gave us the truth. And a lot of others, we like, man. But he still gave us the truth. That's right. He still, he will, I'm still going to give you the truth. Then you got a choice. That's right. You know? So amen to that. I absolutely agree with that, Key. And and the one of the next things is we stick together. Amen. The story gave love, the family love sticks together. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, we stick it out. Number one, I, I always think about this. The one that I call my family in the body of Christ are going to be the same people I go to heaven with. If I can't live with you now, how am I going to spend eternity with you? If there's a such thing as being kicked out of heaven, we can be kicked out because we ain't going to have to get <laughs> We're going to be out there causing all kinds of turmoil. So we got to get that thing right. And there's no such thing as being kicked out of heaven. I mean, I mean, yeah, I was just. But we got to get that thing right before we leave this earth. We stick together. We, the church, us and our church family, we're not gonna always agree on everything. But one of the things that the world needs to see is us uniting, us standing together. We should never allow one to go without. I don't care how mad we are at them. No matter how they treat other people, if they're the people of God, we tell them, number one, like we just said, Mm -hmm. we tell them the truth, but we stick by them. That's right. We do it just like Christ does us. It would be a terrible thing if Christ treated us like we treat some people. Hmm. It would be a terrible thing. We, We don't let petty disagreements pull us apart. We stick it out. James 4 and 1, this is my last scripture. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? So it, it, it's not them, technically. It's the problem that you got with them. And it's, and it goes back to what we talked about a little while ago. You know, getting it, they're throwing out your eyes. See, or see what you did. Mm-hmm. Maybe your your part was small, but you did something. Right. You, you, or see that what you did, and then once you find out what you did, apologize for what you did. That might knock it. It might have been something simple. You walk past yesterday and didn't even speak to them, and that person can't stand you all because of it. <laughs> Y'all done went a whole year. That person don't like you because you didn't speak to them when you walk past them. You know, but we let it get to a whole year before we even figure out what it was. We let that go on that we got this little art on between each other like that and all because we ain't communicate, you know? And, and so I just... Like you said, that communication is so key. Like for instance, and I, and I, <laughs> this thing I was reading, it says, if you don't like the music or the pastor isn't as charismatic as you would like him to be, it says swallow your personal desires and keep going to the church you call home. Of course, if it's something that you have to get out of there for, then you leave. But 
communication is so key they you left and they thinking it's something that they did wrong but in all reality it's because they were doing something that you didn't like personally and a lot of times i can speak on experience on this um, i have had this happen to me a couple of times god will have you in a place to teach you something come on you know okay they they got their things they need to work on but god trying to show you something or he trying to elevate or he trying to teach you something so it can add to what you already have right. but because it's not familiar to us we'll immediately shut down we'll immediately find something wrong with it it ain't good you know but when we sit and we listen and we see what god has god why do you have me here because that's what the goalposts did about only our feelings shouldn't even really get mixed up. I mean, of course you have feelings, but we will shut them down. When, when when God told us to go somewhere, he led us there. You know, and see what the enemy will do a lot of times when we get led somewhere and we get there and it ain't going the way we, we wanted to go or we don't like the way it flow. But the enemy will do, he'll try to put doubt there. Make it like, well, maybe I didn't hear God. You know, you know, and the doubt come all because it ain't flowing the way we think it should flow. But what God trying to do is teach you. So how can I send you to meet the go to Chinese China and, and, and talk about God with him when you one track mind? You you can't sit in something that don't flow the way you think it should flow. When it shouldn't be about that, it should be all about Christ. It should be about us learning about Him, learning about His love, learning how to treat one another. That's what it should be. I mean, you just seal the deal on that thing. Because, I mean, that's what it is. If I can't agree, then why am I not agreeing? Is my flesh in the way? What's causing me to not be able to flow with the people I once trusted? That's good. I trusted you at first to know God and to hear what he has to say. And you're my family. So what's causing me to feel different about what I feel? What's changing me? Now, of course, we know there are times when God will send us to somewhere new. But when it's the people that we are supposed to be with, the enemy will come in and try to cause division. And then we will walk away and miss out on the favor of God upon our life because we chose to do something different. Are we walking away from God? Oh, no one is saying that. But God also has a strategic plan for every individual. And if he says, this is where you're supposed to be, that's because that's where your favor is going to come from. The people that are going to be right there with you, the ones who are going to go hand in hand, they're going to stick by you, going to pray for you, they're going to forgive you, they're going to get mad with you, and then they're going to come right back like nothing ever happened. Well, a lot of times when we go to certain places um, and God sent us there, sometimes we have to be there to get what we need before we can even get a promotion. Come on. Because it's just something he's trying to teach. We will miss the little thing that God wants us to grab because a person said something that we we disagree. It didn't suit. But like, oh no, he, he out of context on that scripture. I ain't gonna listen to him no more. Mm-hmm. But, but then, it ain't wrong. Yeah, it just don't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So what 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 I'm saying is, don't miss your blessing. You eat that meat through the bone. Come on. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Don't throw the whole chicken away. You throw the whole chicken away because one of the bones poking through the meat. You're like, oh, this chicken ain't no good. Come on. Would you do that? You fry that good chicken, and you get you a nice old piece piece of chicken fried good, whoever fried the best of you, 
You got a piece of chicken and that bone sticking out that chicken. Hmm, it don't look, 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 look. It don't look like the rest of the chicken. <laughs> it, it, it ain't even shaped like the rest of the chicken. It's shorter. You feel probably a little, little fatter. It look way different, but what you do, you you eat that chicken, don't you? Either wrap in some piece of bread or get you some hot sauce or you bake it, put that season on it. Thing though, that, that's how, how 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 we do. We when we see one little little thing that we don't like, we throw it completely away. That's right. And we miss out. And we can't do that. Um, I hear many people say, you can't choose your family. And that also goes into the church family sense. You can't choose your family. We don't choose them. And so whoever God blesses us with, they're the people that God blessed us with. Just like if you got a a, a person in your church that, that, that you don't like and you kind of despise, you really don't care for that person. When you leave that, that church you at and you go to another church, guess what? You can find you you can think no you can think you be like man you got to be Sakina Larry <laughs> you forget you you I just like everywhere everywhere you go you gonna find somebody I'm gonna tell you that now you can find somebody so that's what that's what I want to share because I experienced that like going to jobs certain stuff you always gonna find something you know what but it, do 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 the love of God do the love. That, that, that God gives us, do that overcomes all of that. Think That's about right. it. That's right. We're, we're here because of our, our Lord and our Savior. We love because He loves us. You know? And He teaches us how to love one another. Yes, he Anytime he, he went and laid His life down. Laid it down. That's right. And He knew who He was. Remember, He died. Come on. <laughs> Some people be like, I won't hear He died for me. Bro, He died. He, he knew you were coming. Exactly. He died for you. That's why you here. That's <laughs> why you here. I, I tell you, but like I said, God is there. That's right. Yeah. And you're right, Keith. That is God. And, and, and that's one of the things that we pay attention to. The love of God saved all of us. And we have a duty as the people of God to show that same love to other people. Amen. When we have people that are not saved in our family, don't get mad with your aunt and your grandma because they keep telling you about God and you need to change your life. <laughs> don't get mad with them. They doing exactly what they supposed to do. Yeah, Jesus told them to do it. <laughs> He, that, that, that's the goal. It's a cycle. I tell you, I get saved. You know, somebody tell me, I get saved. I tell you, you get saved. And it's a commandment. And it's a commandment. So when come we on. come to Christ, we get a commandment. We we got to go out there. That's our job to come talk to you and tell you about Jesus. And, 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 and we you ain't know. getting in trouble for God for you. <laughs> if you don't want to hear it, that's your business. You answer to God about that. But when we come into the body of Christ, we understand that that's a duty. Like you said, it's a commandment to share the love of God. If I love you and I'm thankful for what God has done for me and I consider you, whether it be my natural family or my spiritual family, if I consider you that and you're not saved or you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, 
then it's my job to tell you about it. It's my job to share the love of God with you in every form, every possible way. And so tonight, as we close out, as we have finished tonight talking about Storge, that family love, those folks that get on your last nerve, but you love them anyway, that type of love. As we close out, we're sharing with you all the different types of love because so many people, and I've said this before, so many people are searching and looking for love in all the wrong places. And so many people have think they found love, but they have not found it because they have not found God. If you don't understand who God is, there is no possible way you know what love is. It is impossible. You can't challenge me on that. You got to take that up with God because that's what he said. And so we have to be so mindful to extend the invitation to you to give your life to Christ. All you have to do is love the Lord thy God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your might and begin to change your life from the things that he does not like, the things that don't represent him. You start turning away from those things and you start turning toward him. The Bible tells us if we confess with our hearts, excuse me, confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, the Bible says, thou will be saved. And if you do that, if you confess that Jesus is Lord, you confess it with your mouth and you believe it in your heart with all you got and you, you, you truly believe it, you should start experiencing that love like no other. This is our time tonight. Um, we will be back with you on next week. We thank you so much for joining us. Keith, do you have anything else to say at the closing? Um, the only thing I have to say on tonight, um, I ask God to come into your heart. Ask God to help you forgive whoever you need to forgive. Ask God to 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 help you with the things that you struggle with. He's open. You 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 can't do anything that will surprise God. Hmm. God knows. He already knows. But He's so so good that He He willing to forget a murder. For, I mean, forgive a murderer. He's willing to forgive a rapist. There, there, there's, he, he, he just that good. So on the night, just ask him to come into your heart. Ask him to show you the things that you need to work on. Ask him what it is that you can do for him. And, and that's, that's the, my, the words that I have on tonight. Amen. So if you will, join us next week. Thank you for joining us. Have a great night.